You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. Many of you saw my post about some of the new assets that we're producing and uh, some of the new material we're putting out. And also, I've just been getting back into the game a little bit because you know, we got past 100K a month pretty quickly. We got there their third month in business. And from there, it took us a little while. Then we got past 300. And then we got past half a million. And for a, about a year and a half, we've just been stuck in the chaos of consistently getting past that half a million dollar a month mark. The closer we get to a million, which we've gotten very close a couple times, the more chaos there is. And uh, the more we see in our business, things that need to be fixed. And so we've just kind of been chilling out. We've been hiring team. We've been building culture. We've been doing all the things that actual businesses have to learn how to do. It's not just marketing that's going to get you past your revenue goals. A lot of times it's not even marketing at all. It's learning all of the ancillary skill sets you have to have, such as knowing economics. What are you willing to pay to acquire a client? What are you willing to spend to retain that clients? How do you build systems with, within your business that allows you to not be the main person running the show for your business? But here's what I've discovered in talking with a lot of people in this group the last couple of weeks. Are you ready for it? I'm about to offend and uproot and uh, you know, hopefully make some people a lot of money, but sometimes it's got to get uncomfortable before it gets better. So I want to get your permission. So here's the thing, CK people know this because they see me and they're, we interact and they see this all the time, but I have some views on people and on growth that are uncomfortable and uh, I'm hearing a theme developing. People are like, you know, Taylor, love your guys' stuff. It's amazing. I love what you and Chris are doing. Love the memos. And I really want to get into CK. I'm just saving up to be able to afford it. Now realizing that at the end of the day, it's like, bro, you make six grand a month. Like you suck. The reason that you need CK is because you're having to save up to afford it. It makes zero sense because when I went out and I actually took my American Express card, ever heard of one? It's great. You can go to AmericanExpress.com. You can apply for credit. I took my American Express card and I invested into someone to help me way before I could afford it. And I think that there's a problem with today's day and age, today's crop, today's batch of entrepreneurs where we think that the things that we need are so expensive, so we're delaying and we're saving up and we're doing this and that, but we don't realize that the most expensive cost you will ever encounter is not on your balance sheet and it's called opportunity costs. It's a problem because if you have the potential, the ability, the expertise, the intellect, and everything, all the ingredients to go out and to create a $50,000 a month business or an $80,000 a month business or, God forbid, a $400,000 a month business, and you are living your life making seven grand a month, 11 grand a month, you are spending that opportunity cost in the name of wisdom, but it's actually foolishness. It's unnecessary delay. And 
if you're in a position where you're having to save up to afford investing into something, the problem is that the fact that you have to save up to begin with is the freaking issue. That should actually force you into a modality of speed. And this is a nuanced thing. This is a very, I think it's a complex subject if you really think about it, because it comes back to identity and choice validation and all of the things that we tend to teach about. But I don't know about you, but when I'm in a position where I have to think about something or save up for something or really, yeah, like 12K is a lot of money. And it will always be a lot of money until you begin making decisions that show yourself that it's not a lot of money. And this is the thing. This is a podcast episode back in the day. It's CVVCR. Choices validate vision creating reality. This is a formula. If you want to be in a position where 12 grand is not a lot of money, if you want to be in a position where 100K is not a lot of money, just bought a, a uh, investment property in Huntsville, Alabama, $126,000. And uh, if you want to be in a position where $126,000 is not a lot of money, then you're going to have to make decisions validating the fact that it's not a lot of money, but it's got to be tied up to a longer vision. And I'm, I think that we're at a breaking point right now where you see the lay of the land and you see winners and you see people who aren't winning. Don't want to call them losers for, you know, don't want to offend all of you, but you see people who are winning and people who are not winning. And the people who are winning are making calculated, risky decisions. And the people who are not winning, they don't want to risk anything. They don't want to, they don't want to risk the fact that, you know, they could make an investment and it wouldn't work. They could put something on credit and not be able to pay it back. But at the end of the day, like what you're risking is your long-term safety, your long-term impact. It can be simple. It can be complex. And I think the simple way to view it is, you know, like micro short-term risk, micro short-term pain is going to create macro long-term safety, macro long-term comfort. Too many people are making decisions based on what it feels like right now in the short term. And uh, even had a conversation with somebody a few weeks ago who wants to build a business. He's working a job and he lives in Tennessee and basically told him what the investment was. And he seemed like he was all in, but he talked to his wife and they said, you know, we'll never be comfortable making a decision like this, you know, under pressure because there was a time, there was a time sensitivity to it. And I said, bro, if you can't make decisions under pressure, you're never going to make it anywhere. Welcome to the game of entrepreneurship. Welcome to the game of being somebody. Welcome to the game of not being a zero. Welcome to the game of actually having impact and not hiding behind a freaking computer. It was like too many people are like, I want to make hundred K a month. I want to make 200 K a month. It's like, really, you want to make hundred K a month, but you're spending money on things that have zero, zero chance to take you to 100K a month. It's amazing when I talk to entrepreneurs who have money in like a 401k and they have like money in the stock market and it's just stupid bullshit when it's like, you know what your long-term asset is that will protect you from any correction, any recession, any depression is all up here. This is your number one asset. And if you're making, I mean, being real honest, like if you're doing less than 10, 15, 20K a month, you don't have a business, first of all, you are a a hobbyist, a connoisseur who has yet to learn the game. And until you make wise, risky decisions to get yourself past that plateau, you're going to stay stuck. going to stay stuck. And notice I said wise and risky because wisdom is not the absence of risk. Wisdom is the management of risk. And a lot of you are avoiding short-term risk. And in doing so, you are damning yourself to a long-term risky 
setup where you don't know what to do. People message me and they want what I have. They do. They message me like, man, what's the one, what's the one thing that you could tell me? What's the one thing you learned in building what you've built? They want the things that I have, but man, they are just unwilling to pay the prices that I've paid. And you're going to pay the piper at the end of the day. You're either going to pay the piper on the front end and it's going to be uncomfortable because you're going to be put in a position where it's like you're spending money and stuff, or you're going to pay the piper on the back end when you die in 60 years and you have nothing to show for it and not even your grandkids care about you. Ah, oh, Taylor, this is a little too harsh for me. just want to be heart-centered. A little too harsh. just want to follow my intuition. No. Being heart-centered has become a code word for I don't want to do anything that's difficult. If it doesn't feel good to me, I don't want to do it. And the fact of the matter is that I believe in heart-centered businesses. For real, like me and Chris are heart-centered. Like we're in this for so much more than money. So much more than money. Chris was telling me last week they wrote a check for somebody in Charlotte who is a single mom. And, uh, you know, last year we paid for Christmas gifts for, for a bunch of widows that we know the churches were involved in. And we give money every month to different causes and organizations that we believe in. I, I don't have anything against heart-centered businesses. In fact, I think that, you know, if you study physics going deep here, depending on how you look at something, the actual composition of the thing changes, which is, this is true in business as well. Your perspective tends to warp or change the actual item that you're looking at. And when it comes to business, business is about transactionally providing value to mass amounts of people. And if you are not in business to make the world better, if you're not in business to help the people who are down and out, if you're not in business to give back and provide massive contribution, then you suck. Like you're a bad person. There's something wrong with you mentally. You're a narcissistic psychopath. But at the same time, if you're only in business to feel good about yourself, if you're only in business to be heart-centered and only do what feels good, then you're actually a broke business owner and you're ruining society's view of entrepreneurs in general. You got entrepreneur on your Instagram, but you don't have any money. There's got to be a balance here. And from what I've seen, the trend is very dangerous right now. The trend is going towards like, man, I just want to be heart-centered and it's hard and I want to save up because this feels good. It doesn't feel good to put something on credit. It doesn't feel good to do the hard things. And it's like, you need to freaking get over yourself. And if you say you want to play the game, then play the damn game or shut up. Be quiet. Don't ruin the reputation of entrepreneurs everywhere by calling yourself a business leader, a entrepreneur, a blah, 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 and then operating from a bottom 1% mentality. It's selfish. That's all I got for you today. This has been the uh, Daily Whooping with your boy, T-Money. 